One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. It's Tuesday, the 27th of June, and all this week, I'm talking about really key consumer issues that will affect your holiday. And of course, we're coming up to the main travel months of July and August. Delighted to welcome back Charlotte Hindle for today's entertainment, which is your rights and indeed obligations on a cruise. Hello, Charlotte. Yes, hello. Hi. Uh, So uh, there are lots of people taking cruises, um, um, you know, including myself this year. So excited about that. Um, But there's quite a lot of things that... There's lots of things that can go right with a cruise, but there's also lots of things that can go wrong. So I thought... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We just have a look at some of the common questions that are coming in. I think really the first one is that you tend to choose your cruise based on the ports of call. Um, uh, so, um, you know, my question is when you're booking a cruise, are you sort of buying the itinerary? Because um, often ports of call change for many reasons. But but just, you know, what are you buying when you buy a cruise? Uh you're buying um, the right to be on board a ship, basically. If you look at the terms and conditions, and um, maybe I should get out more, but I do, um, then effectively they say the captain's decision is final. He or she will decide on the itinerary, taking into account a number of factors. And that's that, basically. Now, um, of course, cruise lines exist to make people happy like the rest of the travel industry and they really don't want to mess you around but um, you can find that there are some really serious changes to cruises and if you have booked specifically because of a port of call um, and you find that you're not going there then that's very upsetting and of course many people say well I either don't want to go on the cruise or I'd like my money back please. But are they allowed to do that? I mean, um, you know, and I suppose I'm asking, you know, one port of call, you know, maybe um, if that's changed, that's okay. But then if you're if you are in a situation where maybe the second port of call is is changed or, you know, um, a percentage, a large percentage of your cruise is fundamentally changed from the point of view of where you're calling in. 
do you is there any do you have any recourse well yes and and this is more to do with actually the package travel regulations than it is with the cruise lines terms and conditions because those as mentioned basically say we'll do whatever we need to do and that's your lot um however package travel regulations and this kicks in if you uh, for example book a flight and a cruise at the same time you've bought a package holiday and those rules um are very clear well quite very clear um they say if there's a a significant change to your package holiday um and that might be for example well we take the example of um of a baltic cruise it might be that uh, suddenly st petersburg which used to be the um greatest uh, uh joy of any baltic cruise falls off the agenda you can say well i think that's a significant change we were going to spend two days there had all these plans so um I'd like my money back or some compensation. Now, if though there is, um, and this has happened to me, for instance, you book a pack, uh, cruise that's supposed to go to the Silly Isles and the tide isn't right or the weather's wrong or whatever, and you end up at, um, uh, so sorry about this, but dreary old Falmouth instead, um, then that's annoying, but it's not the sort of thing that you will be able to claim compensation on. So it's a question of degree and also a question of how you booked the trip. OK, so so just, just to step back slightly, uh, if you have booked your cruise as part of a package, then you have a little bit more power. Yes. Um, but I think quite a lot of people actually, they don't necessarily do that. They book the cruise and, and, and then they book the flight separately. So So that means that they've sort of got fewer rights, I suppose. Um, but then you're looking at the reasons why an itinerary might change. So if it's something to do with bad weather, yep, that's, that's, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. If it's something to do with, and we, of course we saw loads and loads and loads of this with COVID, if it's something to do with um, uh, local rules changing, then that is, um, uh, that's pretty tough. Although there was a really interesting cruise, uh, Viking organised one, um, to South America, going through the Panama Canal and then down the west coast of South America. And the highlight, of course, was going to be Peru. And they had been assured that they would be able to get in. And then suddenly it became clear they weren't going to be. So this was just before the cruise took place. And they were very good. They said, if you want to cancel, we understand and we'll fly you back to your starting place. If you do want to go on the cruise, then we'll hand you back I think it was basically half the cost of the cruise. Very generous, and uh, I think most people who stayed on board, frustrating, of course, spending four days sailing past Peru. Um, but uh, that that was um, that was fair enough. Uh, so you're not buying an itinerary necessarily, but there might be some flexibility there. Are you buying on your cruise sort of a level of service and um, you know a level of um, quality in terms of restaurants and in terms of entertainment? Ah, well, that's a very, very difficult one. It's so subjective. And so I, the short answer is no. I mean, if if a cruise line said, um, we will bring you um, West End stars, then they have to bring you some West End stars, but they almost certainly won't say that. They will say our entertainment is on a par with the West End. And you know, then it's up to you to decide whether or not it is. Um, with food and drink, yeah, if they say um, we will we will serve you with prime steak um, every third day, and they don't, then that's um, that you have a kind of claim against them. But they generally don't. They just say we have absolutely the 
best chefs at sea and we're going to give you so much delicious food that uh, you won't know what's hit you. Um, so no, no legal rights on that. Um, and then what happens, as has happened um, um, fairly recently, what happens when um, a cruise is completely cancelled? Ah, it's a tricky old one. I mean, ultimately, the cruise line really just has to hand you the money back and say, we're terribly sorry, um, couldn't go ahead, um, have your money back. Uh, and it's normally for mechanical reasons or something. Um, and um, we'll, we'll see you next time. Uh that is, I think, there is no kind of legal claim beyond that. A sensible cruise line company will say, maybe, we're really sorry, um, have all your money back, and we'll also allow you to um, uh, you know, have a cruise, um, future cruise credit to, say, half the value of the cruise. That will cheer people up a bit and also get them back on board. But um, there's no law which says that they have to. Mm. What about equally in terms of, say, associated costs? Because some people will book a cruise and then they'll, they'll be at a final destination um, and then they'll decide to have um, another holiday within that final destination before coming back. So, of course, if your cruise is completely mm. cancelled, you've ah. then got all those additional costs. Who pays those? Well, this, and that, that is all depends. And, and there are some companies which specialise in, we're going to take you on this fantastic... Um, uh, cruise to India and then we're going to take you on a special trip to the Taj Mahal and so on and so the thing is if your cruise is cancelled that's obviously a very substantial part of the package holiday so you can just cancel the whole thing and get all your money back now they'll be trying to persuade you um, oh we, we, we you know why don't you consider um, this and this and this and we'll give you all kinds of goodies and you can do that but ultimately you would need to get your money back but again if you book things individually around it and the cruise doesn't take place I'm afraid there's nowhere you can go you can try your insurance company but they'll say okay the cruise was cancelled um, uh, did you get your money back yep okay were the other arrangements cancelled no they're still there the hotel room's still there or mm. whatever well you haven't got a claim <laughs> Sounding fantastic. Uh, so what happens, so um, um, in terms of a cruise, you know, you're, you're on the ship for quite a long time. What happens if you have an accident on the, on, on the ship? Um, um, you know, is it, um, can you claim on your insurance or, um, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you tripped over a piece of carpet or something uh, uh, which was a hazard, which I guess comes down to the cruise ship. Um, um, uh, do you have any recourse there in terms of slips and trips? Um, you're straying into areas which I claim no particular legal knowledge. All I will say is that accidents happen, of course. Um, one reason why cruise lines generally insist that you have uh, in travel insurance is because accidents happen and you might need to be airlifted off at enormous expense. Um, and... If it is something where you feel that the cruise line has been negligible, then pretty quickly, if it's a serious injury for which you wish to claim, then you're going to have to start amassing um, evidence, uh, engaging mm. legal representation and so on. Um, and whose responsibility is it? Is it yours or is it the cruise lines when you're going to your various destinations and you need information ahead of those destinations? And I'm thinking things that are going to stop you from getting off the ship. So um, the correct jabs, for instance, um, 
um, or the correct, correct paper, yeah. exactly, paperwork. Is that your responsibility or the cruiser's? Well, all the terms and conditions are going to say it is your responsibility to make sure you comply with all the rules for getting into the uh, destination and that's they will effectively wash their hands of it. However, um, and if they know that there is a, a requirement and they fail to tell you, I think that, that um, you could potentially say, you know, under the Consumer Rights Act, you, with, you fail to act with reasonable care and skill. And crucially, that would be particularly the case if you book through a travel agent who is obliged to tell you about all the stuff that you need to know for your cruise. Um, and then just finally, um, 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 I guess this is the stuff of nightmares. Uh, what happens if the cruise leaves without you? You're late getting on the ship. I mean, I know that ships will sometimes wait a little a little bit for you. Uh, but um, say you just can't get on it. What, what do you do? What happens? Oh, well, um, generally, it's if it's your fault or there's a failure of transport, whether that's at the start of your cruise or at an intermediate point, um, then... Uh, the cruise line certainly isn't responsible it may be that you might be able to claim under your travel insurance but um, if you're there at the quayside waving off the ship slightly tearfully well i'm afraid that's bad luck and charlotte one question which hasn't come up which i'd like to answer anyway is how long in advance should i book my cruise because time and time and time again you can already book cruises for 2025 for goodness sake Um, We don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of years. We don't really know what's going to happen in the next couple of days. Um, Whether that's in the world picture in terms of COVID or um, conflicts or whatever, or indeed um, in terms of your own personal circumstances. So, so many problems are caused by people booking too early. You've got the huge issue. If you're booking more than two years ahead for a cruise, what are you going to do about travel insurance? Because your travel insurer is going to want, if you can find one, an awful lot of cash for that. So my advice is... Book. Why? Is that in terms of being older? Well, partly because uh, cruises tend to be older, but also because they generally say, we, are going to, we don't really want to be exposed to the risk that you can't go on your cruise for the next two years unless you really make it worth your our while. So there's all sorts of reasons why booking close to departure is going to be a good idea. And one of them most definitely is the fact that you are always, almost always going to get a great deal. I've lost count of the number of times I've been on a cruise, sitting around the pool, at the bar, talking to somebody, how much did you pay then? And invariably, the people who booked late paid roughly half what I paid. Anyway, uh, there we are. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Um, tomorrow's uh, lovely podcast is all going to be about um, uh, travel insurance and GHICs and EHICs and everything else. Um, but for now, from me, Charlotte, no, from me, Simon Calder, and you, Charlotte Hindle, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.